That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Welcome to Phantoms Gone Wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And I'm Sam. And this week we have the lovely Sam on all the way from Australia so we can talk about H2O Season 3. Get hyped. H2O is awesome. Now, Sam, you have to tell us, does everybody really live by the beach and is it always sunny and warm? (laughs) The amount of, like, American things I saw in this, like, was frustrating. I'm like, I want to live in Australia just because it seems on the TV shows we've watched that everybody lives by the beach. It's always sunny. It's always warm. It's unrealistic, obviously, but sounds great to me. Look, there's an element of that. Like, you know, we all live quite close to the beach. You know, we're never more than an hour's drive away. But the, the, the harsh truth is that we don't live right on the water or, you know, have a marina at the back of our house. Every, like, every house. Just the protagonist. Are you sure? I mean, even the trailer park had a <laughs> marina behind it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I, I look how that worked out. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. I I know. So I saw some of the things that you were talking about in the Discord as you were watching the full show. And you're just like, wow, they just say like the worst words with Australian accents. They chose just the the worst language for this show. I think season one suffered from that issue the most. But like, I don't know, maybe I just stopped noticing it by the time we got to season three. Yeah, it's it's just, it's fun. And everybody remembers Cleo! Cleo! Cleo and her fish. Oh, the poor fish is abused so much. It's abused and yet it changes because originally she had ocean fish and all of a sudden she's got a goldfish. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So as we were watching it, we realized like that that might be our biggest gone wrong is like throughout the whole series, her fish changes. First two seasons she had she had she was a collector of saltwater fish. They specifically said it. Season one. But she had the tank. And then season two is a goldfish. Is he a goldfish in season two? Okay. I just remember season one it was Ricky tries to give Cleo a goldfish to replace her her saltwater fish that died. And then She's like, oh, I only take saltwater fish, so this ain't gonna work. And then she turns around and goes and then, with fresh fish, freshwater fish. And then she has a goldfish in the rest of the show. Like, what the fuck? Well, they bought the fish. They had to do something with it. So they just decided I guess to so. yeah, give it a I home. guess that was Hector all along. I don't know. So, but yeah, season three is a fun one. Season wanna, three is when the shit hits the fan. You want to give us a little synopsis, fan. Mother? Sure. So as we've watched the first two seasons of H2O, we had the three mermaids. One of those mermaids is no longer with us. Um, she's gone off to do things with her family. So enter a new mermaid. From where? We'll find out. Um, these three mermaids start being attacked by water tentacles. I love that word. It just sounds so funny the way they say it. Um, but they're, they're basically being attacked by water. And so they spend the entire season trying to figure out why. At the same time, uh, Ricky's boyfriend decides to buy a, the juice bar and decides to name it after her. And they try to run it together into the ground. Um, we also meet a new guy who's a diver who becomes the love interest for the new girl, the new mermaid in town. And his sister is a bitch and tries to cause trouble for everyone uh, in any way she possibly can. At the end of the show season we do come to a realization of why the water's attacking them and they save the world of course because what a great way to end a series by saving the world they just like really escalated everything this season like it was it was like happy fun 
mermaid times, you know? And then this season they're like, oh yeah, the world is going to fucking end. It's the apocalypse. The thing that pissed me off was they started being attacked in episode one, and we have to wait 26 fucking episodes to figure out why they were being attacked. Yeah, yeah, this season just, like, it fucking drags with the whole mystery. Now, the weird thing it's- is that they're they're mermaids. They go to a sea cave where there's a sea pond, a pool or whatever, but they're being attacked by fresh water as well as salt water. That's what's really weird. They're being weird. attacked by, like, fucking sink water? Yes. And, when the faucet's and not sprinklers on. and bubblers? <laughs> they're just being attacked by all water, which is kind of weird, but hey, whatever. The water tentacle makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. But they get to say it, like, a hundred times in the season. Water tentacle. The yeah. water tentacles yeah. attack. I love it. It's, it's really weird because on top of that, they're also in year 12, so they're, like, finishing school and like the amount mm-hmm. of bullshit that goes on and the lack of studying we see until the last three episodes just pisses me off as someone who did year 12 in theoretically in the same state that they did so yeah yeah they talk about revision like twice maybe in the whole show and then all of a sudden clear gets ducks spoilers and she goes from being it's like fine. the dumb kid in school to being like the smartest kid in science class, which is she was like failing science last season. Which how? is just crazy how you go from getting the science award at graduation from being the stupidest kid in class. I mean, she was just not a good student at all in anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's the glasses. <laughs> the glasses. The power. That's okay. the gone wrong. The for glasses me. make no sense. The glasses either. am I gone wrong? She wears them to look distant sometimes. Other times she wears them to read. What are they? Because it's different glasses. For different things and she never wore glasses yeah. at all before and all of a sudden she's wearing them sometimes for distance and sometimes for reading it makes no it's, sense it doesn't make sense so much of this season is just weird shit i mean uh, it's beautiful again gorgeous scenery beautiful weather who doesn't like spending time at the beach it, it's it's wonderful in that regard and the underwater scenes are beautiful and all that but yeah it's crazy shit it's just fucked up yeah yeah it's interesting because, it. yeah, because the history on this one was they didn't in- intend on making a third season. So this is all a bit of like a, and this. Um, but um, the thing my gone wrong is I was geographically ge- geographically confused the whole time. I'm like trying to figure out where they are because they filmed it all locally, like, you know, around where I live. I could not figure it out to save my life. It gets better when you see the next series that comes in. But we'll talk about that another time. Oh Maybe my goodness, Mako Mermaids. Mako Mermaids. Yeah, that's even more confusing. We've just fully done the gone wrongs before we even talk about the <laughs> season. About that's season. how bad but we like, love this season it. is good, it's but it's like, it's like a train it wreck. doesn't make sense. But it's fine. It's a bit of fluff. Oh my goodness. Oh, Sam, I forgot to ask. Who is your favorite of the mermaids? All of the, the four mermaids that we have in the show. I want to say Cleo because of how iconic she is, but I think I'm going to have to say ooh, Bella. Oh, no. I think I have to go Bella. All right. All She's right. nice and like has a bit more of a level head. Cleo and Ricky just lose their minds like way too often. Yeah, that's fair. We we're hard Ricky stands over here. Yeah. We oh like yeah, I love the good rebel Ricky. bad girl. I like the rebel bad girl <coughs> who becomes like the good girl kind of at the last season. She's like the more level-headed one a little yeah, bit in the, the last season. The personalities have like shifted a bit this season compared to like the last two. Cuz Cleo's become more I think it's cuz Ricky's a business owner now. <laughs> 
Yeah, business is going in the tubes because of the guy who owns it with her. Oh my god. Oh my god. They would have been fine if Zayn wasn't constantly throwing money away. Like, yeah. they would have been fine. And these get-rich-quick schemes. That's what they were. They were stupid get-rich-quick schemes. Okay, oh, so let's yeah. talk about the series. Episode by yeah, episode me... of the season. So well, we'll start like... off with a new opener with a new theme song. Yeah, because, of course, we got a new mermaid. And this time she's a singer, and that's like her whole thing, is that she can sing. So we get new theme song, and Bella sings it. It's great. It's fun times. I keep thinking that I like this, this one way better than season two. I keep thinking that this was a, supposed to be a vehicle for her singing career, which really goes nowhere so five minutes after the mm. show ends. She hasn't been active in years. <laughs> The, the sad thing is, and I don't think it's her fault, I think it's because when they made the music, they had to fit the style that was already there, and I think her style of singing mm. is different, so it sounded almost computer generated, at least in my ears, um, and so there was no, like, it almost sounded like someone else was singing it when she was singing it, so like, mm. I don't know, I, I, I don't, don't think it was the smartest idea. But it definitely was not her fault. Yeah. I just like it better than season two. <laughs> well, season like two the is second frustrating one as, much. as hell. Season two, they also played like the same song like every few episodes. And in this one, we at least got a new song like every few episodes. We didn't get that same depressing, sad song every episode. Yes, thank God. Yeah. It was like the breakup song in season two. Mm. Uh, so... They're starting their senior year in the first episode, or they they haven't started it, but like they're it's about it's about to start, and Emma's just she's she's off traveling. Doesn't matter anymore. That actress has left the show. I think she went to go star in a horror movie that went nowhere. It's fine. Um, yeah, that's what it says did, when yeah. I look her up. Messages too. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and. And then Ricky and Cleo were just chilling on the beach and they see Bella and like they all they all kind of like have that moment, you know? And then they let it pass. And they let it pass. They're just like, eh, whatever. But they still have that moment where they all kind of see each other, but nah. And this is the episode where we find out that Zane bought the the I think it's supposed to be the old juice net. And yeah, now, it is. And now he's made it into Ricky's. And it looks it looks cool now. Like they've got a whole stage and everything, but for some reason they hired Zane to play. Or not Zane, Nate. Because it's his best friend. Nate's so they hired the worst <laughs> I mean, the absolute worst performer ever. Nate sucks. I hate Nate so much. I was hoping he was gone. For him to come back this season and actually be participatory, it's like, ugh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah well we we needed to have the gross guy who like tries to hit on everybody for no apparent reason well zane needed a friend to add chaos and zane needed a friend because no one else is gonna I befriend guess. zane i feel Sophie? like what we see of zane is like a real creepy kind of borderline weird and um but like i feel like once they get to know him off camera he's a lot nicer because we do see a lot less of the real creepy stuff except for when we have the the beach party and he thinks that cleo likes him you mean do you talk about nate yeah okay okay i think zane. he said zane <laughs> oh sorry yeah, nate is the creepy creepy <laughs> creepy creeper yeah yeah zane is yeah, the, no, nate, zane is the get rich creepy. quick guy he's he's a rich guy a rich family he's obnoxious he's bratty he's at least a year older than them if not a couple years older than them. yeah because at this point he's definitely already 
already graduated. We never really, like, saw his last year of school, but... We never really saw him go to school. They talked about it in an episode or whatever, but we never really saw him go to school, ever. Yeah. Well, it don't matter. He's now a business owner, and that's all that matters. <laughs> daddy Except he's really bad at owning a business. <laughs> he didn't go to college, thing- but he's running a bar. Yeah. Just bar. The thing is, you can drop out of school at year 10 with, like, no consequences here in Australia. So, what I think he's mm. done is he's gone, I'm going to drop out of school at the end of year 10 because he thought he was going to go and, you know, work on his dad's business. And he's just been bumming around. Yeah, that's that's probably true. I don't Could know. be. So, on the, the night of the, the opening of the Ricky's Cafe... We have the the terrible performance by Nate <sighs> and so terrible. They they randomly it's it's kind of random how they pick Bella out of the audience. They're like you you know that he's tone deaf. You know like two words mus- about musical things. You must sing. sing. Well, clearly, <laughs> even worse how they pulled uh, what's his name out to play the the drums. Um, well, I can't remember. Well, Lewis used Lewis. to be good when he was like ten. He was ten. Now he's seventeen, and they pulled him out to play the drums. Yeah, okay. He was actually pretty good, surprisingly. They're like, yeah, (laughs) Lewis, why don't you join this band so you can have something to do? So you can hang out with Nate, who's your bestie. Not. Oh, they hate each other. Fucking Nate. Fucking Nate is right. (laughs) But don't. Don't actually. He sucks. (laughs) But all this is happening because it's, um, it's also the first, like, full moon in a while, and we see the fucking water tentacle, and it grabs Ricky into the water, and that's how we're introduced to this whole freaking plot. Also, the whole thing with Will is happening at the same time. We didn't talk about Will. It's Will. So Ricky meets Will just a little bit before the whole, the whole rest, uh, bar opens up for the, for the grand opening. And they chat for a second and he decides he's going to take his boat out and do some diving out near Mako. And when he gets to Mako, he finds the moon pool at this, mm-hmm. just a little before these girls um, get attacked by the water. But he gets attacked by the moon pool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Because the moon pool does like weird ass shit and there's there's a lot of magic-y stuff going on and it makes the tentacle and it attacks him for two seconds. And so this this starts where the girls have to start gaslighting him for the entire season. Oh no, poor guy. <laughs> About saying, nope, you're crazy. Half the season he just there's thinks nothing he's magical. out of his mind. Yeah, would not <clears throat> like to be in his shoes. It almost, it almost sets him up to be like a dumb blonde. Well, he is. I mean, yeah. he really is. He's, a, he's kind of a dumb jock, to be honest. He kind of is this yeah. entire season. Yeah. Like, he doesn't escape that because he's been set up at the start. He just doesn't escape that dumb persona. I mean, the only thing he seems I to mean, be knowledgeable about is his free diving and yeah. his fossils and shells. That's it. Maybe when the water tentacle hit him, he lost some brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> he used to actually be a really smart guy. Oh, you could think Sorry. maybe. Who knows? Yeah, so first episode kind of sets up the whole mystery of like, okay, what the fuck's happening? Oh, we got a new person. And we're off. And yeah, the second episode is, is all about that fucking gaslighting where Will tries to... He tries to go on the island and figure out what happened to him and what happened with the water tentacle. And Bella attempts to be his guide to try to steer him the wrong way. But she's never been there. She's not from Mako. She's not from this town. She doesn't know where the fuck she's going. She has no clue how to get around Mako Island. So she accidentally helps him find the the cave where the water is, of course. Directly leads him to the moon pool by accident. Where he finds Cleo and Lewis. Aren't they already there? Yep. Yeah, they were they were trying to like figure out what's going on and God, Will should be so suspicious of all these people. Like 
they're doing a terrible job at hiding. The first night he should have been suspicious. How did these girls all show up there in party dresses? Yep, they're just like chilling in the moon pool in party clothes. Yeah. It's fine. They, they took a boat to the other side of the island, hiked across the island in their party dresses and shoes to go into that cave. Just yeah. Duh. Something's really wrong here, Well, And this boy who probably had a concussion just, like, went back to, like, diving into the water. Yeah, I love how there's a lack of medical attention throughout the whole show. You know, he injures himself Constantly. a couple of times. And I'm like, you know, we mentioned the hospital once. No one ever goes to hospital. Ever. Never happens. That, and no one ever gets sunburned? Like, why is Will wearing singlets? Mm. A, I, you know... I live in the area where it was filmed. If you take, if you don't have, you know, stuff covering right up to your elbows um, during summer, you're going to be burnt in like five minutes. And he spends an inordinate amount of time in the sun. Like, uh, you've got skin cancer. And he's always shirtless. Yeah. It's in his contract. (laughs) He has to be shirtless. Well, we gotta give him some redeeming value. I mean, geez. he is the eye candy. He is. That's that's all it is. Yeah. So don't we oh, remember the, the first season? Se- in the, the first season, we had eye candy too. The surfer dude used to wear his shirt off a lot too in the first season. That's true, but I think I like Will more than Byron. Oh, a lot more, and he's better looking. Byron was like had even less brain cells. <laughs> Byron was a surfer dude. That's all he cared about was surfing. Yeah. So in the in the third episode, we we continue um, Cleo's job at the marine park from the last few seasons, and now she's like, you know what? I want to be a dolphin trainer, even though I'm a mermaid, and like touching water will make me turn into a mermaid. This is a good plan, good idea, wonderful, so smart. <laughs> You're just shaking your head, Sam. Just the whole logic here, which goes to prove, you know, Cleo isn't the smartest person, but the whole logic here is just so flawed. What were you thinking? She wasn't. She literally wasn't. She loves the marine park, that's all. She loves Ronnie. We love Ronnie. Ronnie's awesome. But I mean, she is a mermaid, so like, she should have a good connection with dolphins, realistically, but she can't get in the water. Yeah, I was gonna say, she has a connection with Ronnie, she just can't get in the water with Ronnie to explore that. It is a marine park. Yeah, so, all. yeah, what is it? Is this when she, this is when she gets help from Will, and he has to, like, go in the water. And he keeps begging her to get in the water. And help her out. Yeah. Well, what was the plot going on with, with Ricky and Bella in that episode? Was it the one where they fired what's-his-name? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's where they try to fire the band for, like, two seconds. But it's because of Nate that Ricky wants to fire the band. But Nate tells her it's and because of reason, Bella. Yes, because yeah, Ricky's jealous Bella of Bella or something. It's, it's all Bella's fault. That's what Rick, Nick Nate tries to, because Nate wants to console her and make, you know, a romance with her, which is silly. I think it, it's just because Bella doesn't know anyone here well enough, so she doesn't know Nate well enough to know that he would just, like, straight up be like, yeah, no, it's it's all your fault. Like, yeah. I didn't do anything. I'm a great singer. <laughs> he, he doesn't spends, know him well enough. He spends like the first four episodes gaslighting everyone else about how bad they play. And, and then like all of yeah. a sudden he shuts up. But like he was a terrible musician. He was a terrible for performer all around. I mean, they could have just oh, taken yeah, him completely s- out. I mean, his movements, everything. I did, did you see his facial expressions every time they performed? No. The only thing no, I liked no, like, was that he played the keyboard that. like a guitar, which I think is hysterical. That was funny that one time. Because he picks it up and he one point he plays it like a guitar which is like totally old school and bizarre because it's not a guitar <laughs> it was so weird yeah but you had some notes about this episode charlie you were saying that will should probably be the one to get this. the job at the at the marine park yeah 
Honestly, well, it's because he probably wouldn't get the job because he has to train constantly, train all the time. We don't get the the plot about why he's training yet, but like he wants to be like a cool diver, but actually he doesn't want to. It's his sister that wants him to be a great diver and all this. Well, he's he's good at but it and he enjoys it, but she decides to turn it into a, you know like a career for him, a business or whatever. And we you never have see to parents. Be a gold medalist at free diving, I guess. Yeah. And we never That's see parents. It. We have no idea what the parental situation is oh yeah no one has parents in this season except for cleo yeah there's a severe lack of adults and the and the other lacking thing is roads <laughs> what do they need roads for what? they just appear from they place have to the place. water they, they swim everywhere is, th- is this not like venice where everything is just water there's actually a beach called venice beach on the gold coast um but so but it's really weird because the Gold Coast is huge, so it runs right from the border of Queensland and New South Wales, up about I think, 50 k's, and it's pristine beaches the whole way, it's really awesome. But yeah, they all like live like really close to the beach, and I'm like, there is no, no way that any of those families could afford those million dollar plus houses. Are you saying yeah, that they, a fisherman they don't even have money to have go that? on holiday all the time? I still don't understand why you think that people living in a trailer park couldn't live that close to the beach. I, I don't understand. I mean, Ricky lives I in a trailer park, basically. <laughs> and and yet she's on the beach too. It's not possible. It's hysterical. It's crazy. Who's who owns the boathouse yeah, but... that, that Will lives in? That's the question. Okay, so so we have a theory about that, don't we? That like, um, Will is actually living at Sophie's place, his sister. So his sister has a house and with that's... a boathouse, or maybe his parents do, and Sophie's yeah. living in the parents' house. We, yeah, it's really weird. He's only 16, 17 years old, and he lives on his own, basically, which is strange. Yeah, we never see an actual house. We just see the boathouse there. And we never see where Bella lives, or any parents, or anything for her. So We get a backstory. The interest... Bella's an orphan, maybe. No, <laughs> secretly. her father runs a hotel in town somewhere. We just don't know anything Supposedly. else. Supposedly. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because when I was doing Year 12, it was there was talk of me putting me into like a caravan or something for year 12 so I could like sit down and have like a quiet space just for myself so I can like study and stuff like that and on one hand I would have loved it on the other hand I think it would have been completely miserable but um yeah no I definitely I definitely understand the reasoning why giving a 17 year old a boat shed is like a good idea but also I see very many more risks than that yeah I don't know all all of these people apparently are just super rich and they have extra houses yeah, but Cleo it's can't be super rich because they can't go on vacation. Can't afford a vacation. Exactly, they can't go on vacation. They can't afford a vacation unless they get a second job. That happens later in the season. But I mean, I don't know. It's wild. The big note on the next episode I just wrote is I hate Kim. Um, we all do. Everybody hates. <laughs> we Kim. all do. What are you talking about? Nobody likes Kim. Kim and Nate are the worst people just ever. I hate them so. And it almost looks like he's she's either dating Nate at some point or his brother. We can't figure that out. I theory that she is dating his brother. That's my theory. <laughs> but in the Valentine's Day episode, she has like five boyfriends. That's what happens next. Why? Is... She's not even pretty. Yeah. I mean, really. And she doesn't have a nice personality. I mean, it's one thing if you're not gorgeous, but you've got a good personality or something to draw people in. She has none of that. She's not rich. She's not pretty. And she doesn't have a good personality. What draws these guys to her? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's She's available i mean you have to have something to attract people to you and i mean she's not even nice to them oh. it's, it's none of those i, I just i i'm shocked maybe they I'm don't forward. maybe they like girls that aren't nice to them they like <laughs> i don't know they like maybe me they don't know some people better. are into that 
They're what, like fourteen? <clears throat> you know? No, we figure she's got to be about Slim fourteen. No, the actress is probably like sixteen, seventeen at this point because the show keeps leapfrogging. Yeah, you were you kept commenting on how she's in her awkward phase, and you love that she's in her awkward phase this whole season. <laughs> I always love it when teenagers are awkward phase with their where their facial features all start looking too big and awkward for the rest of their face. So you can tell at some point in the season she's she's at that phase. And it's hysterical. I love it. Yeah, the Valentine's Day episode is just where they they all have the relationship things. Bella likes Will. Zane is doing a bunch of Valentine's Day stuff at the cafe, and Ricky's like, I don't like this holiday. And Cleo finally tells Lewis that she hates fishing. She probably liked it when they were seven or eight, you know, but, you know, she's a grown up. It's not romantic. It's not romantic. She's grown up. She's done with the fishing phase. Everybody goes she through different phases. She wants to do something else for once. She wants a real date. <laughs> Her dad's a fucking fisherman, like... Let's not. Then we get Samantha. We get the introduction of Samantha, who is the MVP the, the of this Sam. series. Yeah. <laughs> I think Samantha, That's... I think Sam's the MVP of this series, to be honest. She is probably the best character in this season. I love her. She's not even in that much of it, but she's great. She takes the place of the mom um, who disappeared after the first season. Thank God, because the mom was just an adult version of Kim and really did mom nothing. Mom didn't do anything. She did nothing in the first season. Thank God she's gone and being replaced finally. And we've been we've been leading up to this. Now Don, Cleo's dad, gets a girlfriend kind of quickly, honestly. See, like, see, when you're she, old, she gets it like knocked into the water, and then they like start talking, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go on a Valentine's Day date." Okay, sure, sure, because like five minutes from now, they're gonna get engaged, so why not? Yep, <laughs> I know it's awesome. I mean, like they're adults; they can do whatever they want. But also, wow, <laughs> they were it's together also, for like a month. It's also a weird conflict of interest because she runs the national parks and he's a fisherman, and like yeah. the whole eastern seaboard there is basically a national park. So. Hmm. No. Well, the whole reason why they met was because she was inspecting his ships to make sure he was, you know, meeting their guidelines. So, yeah, I guess he passed. <clears throat> yeah, well, he he gets to pass forever now because they're together. Oh, God. The next one is the dirt bike race. Oh, my God. Like one get rich it's... scheme that really failed miserably. Because Zane's like, let's just throw money into whatever the fuck, and it'll work. Well, you remember, right? last season he liked dirt, his dirt bikes, so he brought them back. Is dirt biking a big thing yeah. in Australia? Is it? It's, it's relatively big. There's like, you've got your dirt biking families, and they all like stick together, and they go all go dirt biking like every second weekend. Um, I don't actually think there's dirt biking trails down the Gold Coast. It's all hiking and mountain biking. So, um, I don't know where they were planning on doing this, but, um, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely a thing. Like there's always, you know, you always find a group of people who do it, but, um, the fact that everyone had been on a dirt bike and just jumped on and was going to do this race just for fun was a little weird in my eyes. Well, like they, they still had to pay what, $200 or something like that to get into it for a thousand dollar prize. And at the end of the whole thing, he didn't even have a thousand dollar prize. Well, Ricky found money that they could use for it because she's like, uh, no, we said we're, we were going to give money for this. You're not going to fake people out and not give them the money. Well, he wasn't going to fake people Basically- out. He was going to cheat to win. Yeah, exactly. Zane's whole plan is that he was going to win and so they wouldn't have to give anybody money. Even though, like, you're throwing this. You should not be able to enter it yourself. I don't think that... I don't think that he should have been able to enter it. No, he should have had yeah. his friend enter it and dumb. then had his friend cheat 
Nate to win and then split the money with his friends. Yeah. Given his friends something like maybe if, if it was just Nate, yeah. it, w- it would have been like, okay. But uh, Will won and doesn't... Is this what he, the money he uses to get the monofin? I think this that's probably Probably, it. yeah. Because we, we haven't seen the monofin yet. And I really like that. That's so cool. Because then he's basically a merman! Mm-hmm. But it's wait, great. we don't have mermans until the next series. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I, I watched the trailer for the next series at 2 o'clock last night. And I was like, yep. I think I've had enough of H2O for a minute. Oh, the next series is We'll cute. get you on for it eventually. We'll give you a break, okay? <laughs> the next series completely changes the whole theory about Mako Island, which is kind of bizarre. Oh, yeah. Totally. It can, that's what confuses us. It goes into that whole uh, Mamma Mia confusion. We don't understand how these two things connect kind of storyline. <laughs> it's fine. I've logiced it in my brain, yeah. but it takes it takes some time to figure it And you need a lot of leaps of faith in that logic of yours, I think. Yeah. But Sam, you said you would cover any of the Australian shows. I am so more than happy to come fault. back. I wish there were no, more seasons of Lightning Point because that would be a good one to do. I think, yeah, it's the one season and I think it's still on Netflix, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm always happy to. I, uh, To be honest, I didn't get to watch these much as a child because my parents just turned off the TV once these shows came on. Um. <laughs> Which wow. they came on late in the late enough on like a Saturday morning, but didn't need to, like we we were getting ready to do other things. But you know, Dance Academy, this there's a whole bunch of iconic Australian TV shows that I love the look of, and I've watched a little bit like specs and specs of it, but never really sat down and watched the whole thing. You'll have to tell us about some other ones though too. Mm. We only get whatever they bring. We over. like we like watching Australian shows. Wasn't there a new one that's coming out over there that? We haven't found over here yet, thought. Well, I know season two of Bureau of Magical Things hasn't come over here yet. Yes. It's I think it's all fully premiered over there, but we get to rewatch the first season get it. until it gets here. It was a good show. And it's it's another show made by the same guy who made this. Well, you know, so like Jonathan a bunch Schiff, of the same right? actors show up. He's just gonna keep making yeah, shows until, until Netflix stops buying them or Nickelodeon stops buying them. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, what happens in the next episode? Oh, it's Lewis tries to do his whole science project with, with the, the magic water. water. This is some cool magic water. <sighs> I mean, it floats. <laughs> it's some cool magic water, but he shouldn't be doing it in the science lab at school. The thing is, he could have done this at home. Like, none of the equipment there was, you know, any in any real way scientific. And then... The other thing that also pissed me off was that science lab has come straight out of the 70s as well. Um, because <laughs> I had those science labs as in high schools. <laughs> the other thing yeah, I don't so- get about the school is that none of them are wearing uniforms, which is not like that is not the standard. We wear uniforms. Every school, there's like two or three schools that don't wear uniforms. Um Plot twist, okay. Um and so it's like every time like, I couldn't I struggled to tell when they were at school until like a couple of lines in and I realized that they were at school. Um because I just didn't see any uniforms. So you're saying that's very American. We didn't want to do more costume changes. Yeah, it's a very American thing. Because we don't have well, most public schools here are not uniforms in this country. Yeah. There are a few here and there, but most are. Like the Catholic school I went to. Well, that's not a public school. I meant some public schools do exactly. have uniforms. It's district by district across the country. 
so most don't. Charter schools often have uniform, and those are public schools that are run differently, but they probably didn't want to waste time on, like, more costume changes. Yeah, I suppose the tiles are hot enough. But that's interesting. Because then they would have had to get the uniforms wet, too, at some point. That's true. So here's an interesting fun fact. Yeah. In Australia, they do wear school uniforms, and they made, they didn't have them wear school uniforms. And when we watch Harry Potter in the past, in the books, they didn't have school uniforms, but they do in some of the movies. Interesting. Yeah. Well. They like to play around with these things. Like, of course they do. It was whatever know, fits the, the aesthetic, though. Because, like, the beach vibe we get of, you know, H2O means that we aren't really going to be wearing uniforms. Yeah, exactly. It's such a beach vibe. I mean, you think the high school's on the beach the way the beach vibe is so amazing. It basically mm. is. But we never actually it? see... Oh, the only time we ever see the beach at school is when they do the beach volleyball. That's fair. Yeah. And that's in season two. Yeah, so Lewis almost gets them in trouble by playing with the water at school. And Rick- somehow he just barely gets out and of that. Cleo's great idea is to tell the science teacher, oh, it's a science project. Which almost no, gets no. Enough. She walked in and she thought it was a science project. Cleo's idea was to like switch out the water and just use her magic on it so that she yeah. couldn't tell that it was magic water. I don't know. But still, he's got to figure out how to explain to the teacher that because she wants that as the science project, how the water floats. You can't make water float. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then next episode is another Sam episode. We get to see Don and Sam and Cleo and Cam go out on a family outing. To the beach. And yep. And it's it's a time because Kim is being a bitch and Cleo is trying not to, but they're at the beach. So what's she going to do? She's a mermaid. She can't get in the water. Well, I think and... we discussed the fact that it's really ridiculous. For the first two seasons, Cleo's constantly afraid mm-hmm. of the water. And in this one, it's like she isn't afraid of the water. She just doesn't want to get in the water. Why all yeah. of a sudden yep. are, is she not afraid of water? I mean, we never explained why she was in the first place, but now all of a sudden they don't think that she's afraid of water. So they don't understand why she won't go kayaking in the beach. Yeah, all, all of a sudden stuff. That they, they've just forgotten the fact that Cleo was had like this phobia of water and like the first season at least maybe first two seasons they still believe that she had a phobia of water and now they're just like no you're fine you're cured and her phobia was her whole life i mean it wasn't like it was just when she became a mermaid she had a phobia before she became a mermaid of water she just got worse exactly so why they thought she'd go to the beach and just go paddle boarding with them or whatever was like what are you talking about i don't know i don't know but they keep thinking it's because she doesn't like sam yeah and like ricky keep uh, ricky no Ricky, sorry. Kim. Um, Kim, Kim keeps using it, yeah, to her advantage. Pissed me off when she got all, like, the new clothes and stuff. And then somehow would, like, complain and make real snarky comments. And then Cleo somehow would be blamed for it. It's just, yeah. Cleo's Dawn been blamed. Is blind. Cleo's been blamed and punished for things that Kim has done throughout the entire series. Because she's the older sister, she's supposed to set a good example. So she gets blamed for everything. I blame mom yeah. because mom was the problem in the first season. And, you know, mom let Kim get away with murder. And now Don is like, I want to keep my girls. So he lets Kim get away with murder. And he keeps forgetting that Kim is not a little kid anymore. Yep. She's grown up into a full blown teenage brat. She is the worst. And this is also when we um, we see that Sophie, Will's older sister, gets the job at the cafe. Uh, 
her and Bella have a little rivalry as they both try to get the same job. And ultimately, Bella gives it up because she's like, well, I, you know what? I don't need a waitressing job. I do the band. It's fine. But Sophie only gets the job because, or only wants to get the job because she sees Zane and she thinks he's hot. He's rich. Okay. Yeah. She'll go up to a hot rich guy. Which she also, I mean, the way she gets the job, I mean, showing up there, uh, flashing around in the office and like shaking her butt or whatever to to get their attention Mm -hmm. and then telling everybody else that the job is taken so that they all leave and there's no other candidates. This bitch. She's manipulative. She is conniving. She is conniving. She's manipulative. She is a total Slytherin. She's like, yeah, she's, I would say she's like an older Kim, but like she has her shit together and Kim doesn't. She also ends up like having reasonable intentions. We'll get to the, we'll get to the gotta win stuff in a second, but that she, like, she want she has reasonable intentions as to why she does things as well and just just wants to be as best as she possibly can almost to like try to prove that she doesn't have to be defined by her brother oh i think she's mm. just a criminal in the making oh yeah that too <laughs> she's just so evil <laughs> I think she's she's definitely jealous of Will because he has the natural talent and she's had to like strive to get whatever she can, but she just doesn't have what he has. And she thinks that later on she thinks, oh my God, you're throwing it away because you you don't want to like, you know, you don't want to compete. You don't want any of this, but she's she wants to go it. for the gold I and mean, she can't. She forced it so hard. I mean, even look at like the episode. She's a dance mom. But like the episode where she, she really has, the, he has a sponsor. She brings a sponsor along for him, right? Mm-hmm. And- I mean, the sponsor did not want to be there. Didn't want to have anything to do with it in the first place. And she's like, oh, no, no, come on. This will be good. You really like it. So, you know, when he's let down, obviously, no big deal to him. But she's just, she's terrible. She's not even a good manager. She's just, she tries too hard and she tries to manipulate people to get what she wants. It reminds me of a lot of friends I had in like like uh, like early high school, late high school, where they were really good athletes, and people tried to force them into like being real competitive, and that wasn't their nature. Like you saw that at school, they weren't like competitive in nature, but like they were really good at a sport or something, and so they would try to force into like being like semi professional for that sport, and it all backflipped. Like it just turned on its head because there was no no desire to compete. Yeah, Will just doesn't. He's not desiring to compete. He enjoys the sport for the fun of it. The fact that he, he likes- just. Well in the ocean. Yeah, if he does well, that's great for him. If he doesn't do well, he's okay with that. He just wants to swim. And gosh knows, he can swim underwater for over 10 minutes without with his, holding his breath. That's amazing. Yeah. This guy basically is a merman. He just doesn't have the powers. <laughs> uh, uh, the next episode is when... Uh, Cleo's having like all of her fears about the full moon and all of that. The funny thing is Cleo never actually gets kidnapped by the water tentacle and she's so afraid of it and it's instead it's like Bella and Ricky that get get attacked and it is the episode where Bella gets kidnapped by the water tentacle and it tries to turn her into water and that's kind of terrifying. That plot point is never brought up again like I sat. I was watching the final episode. And I'm like, wait a second. Like Bella gets turned into water. Why didn't we talk about that? You know. Anyway, we we have a little bit of a theory on how that worked. Is that the water tentacle was trying to understand them, trying to like get on their level, communicate with them in some way that they could understand. Great so like turning her into water. Yeah, turning her into water was kind of like trying to make that bond and understand. Like, hey, you know what I gotta do? I gotta show them a movie of the apocalypse. 
so they will understand me. <laughs> but it works because it worked for Ricky. It's once Ricky gets her second attack, yeah. which we fi- happens mm-hmm. a little bit later, she b- develops that connection with the water. Yeah. So it does work. It's just, you know, and what Bella does say is, you know, she wasn't, she, at first she was scared and then she felt calm and relaxed Mm -hmm. and she wasn't. And she felt safe and at home. Yeah. So the water wasn't trying to hurt them. It was just trying to communicate. So the next episode is where we bring Hector the goldfish in again. Uh, And Cleo tries to experiment with magic water. I love how this one's called the Sorcerer's Apprentice. It should just be called Gaslighting 101. Oh, that's just the whole season. The whole season is called Gaslighting 101. Oh, this one's the worst though. This one is real bad. I was say- I well, almost couldn't get through this one. Yeah, it's just, it's hard when Will doesn't know what's going on, and they keep trying to tell him, oh no, there's nothing wrong, no, there's no magic here, that just, that water turned into jelly, it's fine. There's nothing going it's on, there's a good. fish floating above your head, but don't look up, because there's nothing wrong here. <laughs> yeah, but Cleo tries to experiment with the water, because she, she took a little bit of it before, uh... Lewis tried to get rid of it, and she's just playing with it, and it ends up nearly getting her goldfish all lost. And then Bella puts oh well. the gel- makes a gelatin, and I'm like, how is that fish alive? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I don't understand. Survived in the jello. Jello fish. I call animal abuse. Uh, you know what? That's that's fair. It's a goldfish. Who cares? <laughs> it's Hector the goldfish, the most important goldfish. Hector the saltwater goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> He's magic, obviously. He must be magic. She has a saltwater fish tank with a goldfish in it. Because she still had the coral in it, I thought. Yeah, she still has the coral. And you can't have natural and... saltwater coral in a, in a freshwater tank. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't either. Don't make sense. They're having anyway. way too much fun with CGI. But we liked, we really enjoyed the, the little raincoats and rain hats and boots and stuff. That was cute. Oh, yeah. They were oh, so was, adorable yeah. in this episode. Because they're playing cute. with water and they're like, we can't get wet, so we got to wear raincoats. And Ricky just doesn't want to wear raincoats. And then she gets the cutest little hat. It's great. Also, the whole time this was happening, Lewis and Don were golfing. Oh, my God. And man, was that crazy. Lewis trying Lewis hard is not just to win. Amazing at it. He's good at it without trying because yeah. he's sciencey and mm-hmm. he's smart. So he figures out how to do golf, just like pool. It's all about angles and you know math. Yeah. And Don is like, I've been doing this for like how many years and I suck still. It's just it's funny and it's stupid and somehow he lets Don win. I don't think he would have won even with that one hole in one. I don't yeah. know enough about golf, but I don't think that's how that works with how badly he was doing. So. Oh, the next one is when Will finds out that Belle is a mermaid. He kind of figures it out on his own and then he tests it out by putting water on her. And we joked about the fact that it's a good thing she's a mermaid and not a witch because he could have just melted her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a plot twist. That would have been a great plot twist. Oh. He just pours water on her and she's just like, the fuck, dude? I'm dying. Instead, he makes her mermaid self come out. And then he's all about swimming with the mermaid. Yeah. He's more attracted to the idea that they're mermaids and, like, someone that he could swim with. Absolutely. He's just... He has no concept of the fact that they're they're worried about the secret. Yeah. Yeah, Will is kind of a dick at at first because he's just like, oh, you're a mermaid. What more do I need to know about you? Like, I don't care about your personality or any of that. She's Mm -hmm. like, but, dude, I kind of like you. Here's the thing I don't understand. She tells him how he how how she becomes a mermaid, okay? So now he knows mm-hmm. how to become a mermaid. 
Why doesn't he go to the moon pool on a, on a full moon you know, and become a merman? I mean, okay, God you know knows. He, it's what because he loves. Because he likes the free diving. Yeah, but if he could be the and merman. You, d- you definitely would have had to immediately quit the whole competition thing if he yeah. became a merman. But he would never have so, to come up for air. If he can already, as a human, hold his breath for like over 10 minutes, he would probably never have to come up from air. Maybe he just weighed his options and he's just like, you know what? There's too much of a burden on this. Uh, I'm I'm good. I can hold my breath anyway. So... <laughs> Maybe he's just too dumb to realize that he's supposed to, he should do that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, the literally the next episode is about the whole like professional free diving thing and how Sophie wants him to train and it's the it's the whole thing with the sponsor that we talked about already, but yeah. Bella tries to get him to like, you know, work with the water. She tries to give him some mermaid secrets <laughs> on how to swim. She was swimming in and, a pool. Like, just, yeah. uh, anyway. If she's a mermaid. She's how does she in swim pool, in a yeah. pool? I don't get it. I mean, she can't. I don't know. Makes no sense. Well, the thing is, they, they don't definitely say that the mermaids breathe underwater. They do say that they hold their breath. So I guess they're like dolphins, right? Because they like breathe air. Yeah, um, but they can hold their breath for a long time because in the second season, Cleo's underwater for like hours yeah well right because she's hiding from the sharks underwater for a long time they're fine fine. (laughs) yeah also zane tried to host a a birthday party at the cafe well he said he was gonna book it for corporate events is what he said so he set it up to book for corporate events and so he booked a corporate event and said ricky could run it but he forgot to tell ricky i mean what the event was it was it was for actors, just youth actors. Yes, children. It was a children's party. Yep. And he booked and entertainment so for the children's party. <laughs> Saying, you dumbass. You absolute dumbass. Mm-hmm. Basically. Rico the clown. It's just, it's funny. Okay, but also the fact that, like, they juggle water and, like, nobody suspects anything magical is going on there. No, it's just a clown. Just a clown doing it's a normal. magic trick, of course. You can get away with that shit. Come on. Sure. We've got magicians so. who've made the Statue of Liberty appear to have disappeared, who cut people in half, but they don't actually die. So why not? It's an illusion. Sure. 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 I guess so. Oh god, the next episode is probably one of the more bad shit crazy ones, I think. It's it's this Ricky's is, birthday. Yeah, but look, this and is where Sophie gets very close to figuring everything out. And this is where I got real worried. Yeah. Sophie's well, just desperate isn't she to also figure like, it out. She also constantly really wants to be involved in like the birthday party for Ricky in this episode. And they're all just like, we don't, you're not even our friend. We're not going to invite you. You're going to be left to run the cafe while we all leave and party. <laughs> I, what I don't understand is she doesn't like Bella. She's in competition no. with Ricky for Zane. Zane, and yet she's mm-hmm. constantly I don't even think she likes Zane's best friend Nate. She's constantly mm-hmm. trying to ingratiate herself into the group but she doesn't like half the group. And she doesn't like the fact that Her they hang Cleo out with Will. don't interact. And they don't like the fact that they hang out with Will because she wants Will focused on his training and stuff and of course they ruin that completely for her. So I'm still confused on why Zane thinks that Will and Ricky would be a thing. Because Zane is an asshole like, and he's jealous. No. He's so stupid. You gotta remember that Ricky he saves Will and there was like a period of five or six episodes where I thought that Will was gonna pivot and be into Ricky. That one episode when when she saves him, I'm like, okay, I guess that's that's why you would think that. That's a rewrite from a previous season. I'm sorry. Did she not save Emma's brother in a previous season and had the same effect on him? 
literally the same thing happened. Same thing happened. They just and she doesn't like it when like nice guys like her. No, not at all. She likes bad boys. Zane is one of the baddest around, so why not keep dating Zane for a while? Exactly. But uh, on on Ricky's birthday, there's this whole thing involving counterfeit money, and Ricky gets kidnapped and almost blows up. Like, this just goes, like, weird ass crazy shit. Not even involving the mermaid stuff. Yeah, well, it does. The only reason why it involves the mermaid stuff is in the end, that's how he finds out that they're all mermaids. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. Because he, he asked. He kind of forced they're going it to out save of them. Ricky. Kind of forced it out. Yeah, he kind of for- he forces it out of them. He's just like, okay, what the heck is going on here? That's the only way I'm going to help. And then they tell him. But yeah, it's like, yeah. it's not even related to the mermaid shit. Of course not. This episode's really important. It's got a really important keystone of, of Australian, especially like Brisbane, the city in which I live, culture. And it's our obsession with money laundering. Um, we, uh, any place, any place of business that looks even the slightest bit suspicious, we immediately assume that it is a front for money laundering. If a cafe is open past 2 p.m. in the afternoon, it's a front for money laundering. Um, there's a, there's a cafe near where I work in the city that's got like a mini Eiffel Tower on the top of it, front for money laundering. The 24-hour pancake shop in the middle of the city that's in an old church, front for money laundering. The examples keep going. And so this, you know, you this whole money laundering. open after 2 p.m. in the afternoon? There's a, there's not many. Cafes close at two o'clock. It's industry standard. But there are a couple who open a bit later and we all are very suspicious of them. Oh my God. I would die if I couldn't go to a cafe in the afternoon. That's silly. That's bizarre. I mean, it's a different country. You guys are weird over there. It's Not to say we're not weird over here. Over here, 24 pancake place is like, yeah. It's two in the morning. I'm drunk and I need a place to eat. Let's get pancakes. Yeah. Um, I almost went on Friday night, but um, I needed to get home at a decent hour, um, so I could sleep. Um, but you do uh, that? yeah, I do sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting that like the money laundering culture has just kind of slipped, uh, like unknown into you know a 2010 TV show. So here's my question for you, because they didn't do it here, so, so I don't know if it's just because Sophie's lazy or not. Here we have like. In a, in a business, if you take larger bills, we actually have a pen that we use to double check to make sure it's real or fake money. I think sometimes you can do it, but all our bills are made of plastic, so it's pretty. It's usually pretty easy to tell what is real and what is fake. There's enough security features on each bill that you can tell there's like bumps in certain places, ridges, if you grab out. Um, magnifying glass, you can find like hidden text in places or UV light if you want to. But usually just by feel, you can tell if it's real or not. So you have plastic money. Interesting. That's interesting. Our money's like a uh, cloth paper. Yeah. It all got replaced a couple of years ago. So now we've got like a clear strip in the middle of it. It's awesome. Well, how many years ago? <laughs> no, not that long ago. <laughs> so I had to ask. Uh... So then, after that bad shit crazy episode, we get the wedding because Don and Sam are already getting married. Well, they got and engaged at some point, like a couple of months ago. <laughs> they they, got, they engaged. got engaged after the beach. The beach episode oh, right, is yeah. when they get engaged because they like break up for five seconds. 
because of Kim, and then they they get engaged. They're like, yeah, you know what? But if they get engaged, permanent. and she gets married to him, no longer can Kim blackmail her dad into. Oh, no. That's why she's so pissed off because she's realized it's not gonna last forever. <clears throat> Fucking Kim in this episode. Fucking the Kim fact in every that, like, episode. She, she ruins the wedding like five times. It's so bad. Well, it, and while the subplot, the subplot. Um. Yeah, we, we, we lose Lewis after this episode because he's going to a, a, a what is it, a science place in America? He got accepted into a science program at a college, I think, in, San, in, like, in California. Probably at SeaWorld San yep. Diego, right? <laughs> SeaWorld Possibly. Australia to SeaWorld San Diego. It Let's go. Makes sense. So he got yeah, he got a he got a research project. So out of high school, he got recruited into a college research project, which is pretty cool. Because six months out from finishing school as well, which I found bizarre. He's just a smart guy, even though he almost failed because he didn't hand in his a homework on final. time. <laughs> How do you <laughs> fail because you didn't hand your homework on time if you're the top student in the class? I mean, I don't get it, but oh, this is the thing though. No one ever sets homework past year ten. Um, so the fact that he had homework to do is just annoyed. Annoyed. <laughs> it me. wasn't even homework though. I think it was like his final yeah, it was an exam assignment. or something. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. a term paper on his science project or something. Yeah. So the way that science course works, here comes my, my traumatic memories. The way that science course works is you do four units through your last year of year 12. You do a research essay, uh, an, an extended experimental investigation, uh, and two exams. So, um, you know, the exams could be on anything. Um, but um, so the, the experiment and the research investigation are like your big heavy hitters. You've got to do really really well in those because they're like the places where you can get the most marks because usually you don't do particularly well in the exam um so like the importance of that assignment for lewis i completely understand okay sorry i just noted out on like high school assignments (laughs) (laughs) where we had you on so you could talk about the the australian culture things that we don't understand understand. so yeah yeah so like that's why you're here the, the whole point of that assessment is you, you create your own experiment, you do your own experiment, you get the results, and then you go and write, like, a full report on it. Um, so, mm-hmm. it's like learning how to do, do like, proper science for, like, university. And um, I love how Lewis spends all that time designing an experiment and then just pulls an all-nighter and does... <laughs> The assessment. You know what? Maybe that all-nighter experiment that he did, maybe that was, like, really awesome, and that's why he got in somehow. I don't know. Lewis is smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very smart. Um, And because he leaves, that's when Cleo turns into the nerd and has to wear glasses now, for some reason. And suddenly, all of a sudden, she's <laughs> she super smart, She takes on Lewis's too. role. Between that and Emma leaving, yeah, someone needs to be the smart one who pays attention in school. Exactly. Is, we needed the smart one. The rest this is your midpoint homework. as well. This is where we where we take a break for a hot second. Oh, oh, break? Okay. And now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> that was the commercial break that we do not have on this, but in this episode. Uh, this but in this episode of The Wedding, they don't tell Cleo right away that Lewis is leaving that's the big thing no so yeah that messes everything it's a whole up. stupid thing so Louis, like, cleo gets all pissed off at everyone including lewis for not telling her. yeah it's so sad um, he's yeah, yeah. the romance is um over. so seeing seeing he's gone angus mclaren i went and looked for like some of his other works and the the one thing that like kept popping up was the naked wanderer and if you've seen the trailers for that that is wild shit i highly for suggest what? if you need 
if you need some more stupid Australian content, go watch the trailers for The Naked Wanderer. Is it a movie? Interesting. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, Is he naked like in a, it? Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> I think he's raising money for something and he's walking across Australia or like, I don't know, down the Eastern Seaboard or something. Basically naked. I think he's wearing some sort of like cloth <laughs> around his junk. The hell? All right. Talk All about right. sunburn. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Anyway. Well, then the Bye, next Lewis. episode. <laughs> oh, the other thing we talked about, Lewis, in this season is all of a sudden he starts looking less like a dork. Oh, yeah. No, this season he got hot. He got hot. His I hair just, looks I have nice. To say that. He doesn't look like he a nerdy fisherman. He finally got a fucking haircut. Yep. Yeah, but he keeps wearing the baggy jeans, which are so early 2000s. Well, it was the early 2000s. You got a problem with baggy jeans? <laughs> I had Sam many I have problems with baggy jeans because my father wore them around the same time. and. I just, yeah, no. Charlie likes baggy <coughs> jeans, you must understand. Oh. So I wear. Probably wearing them right I'll now, yes. Now. <laughs> yes, in fact, I am. At least you're not wearing that 80s mom jeans that are now popular. Oh, my friggin' word. When I saw those in the store, I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> High-waisted jeans that are pegged oh, at the ankles okay. and baggy through the ass. I'm like, yeah, okay. So terrible. Oh, my goodness. And back to H2O. <laughs> back to H2O. Well, we got to digress. We always do. We're only halfway through the season, though. This is going to be another long one, I told you. We, we we got this. We got this. So the next episode is the the free diving competition between Zane and Will, where Zane cheats. As and usual. this is when Will nearly fucking drowns and Ricky has to save him. It's fine. She breathes air into him with lovely kisses. Yeah, her yeah. tail just might, must be extra lungs. <laughs> <laughs> And also, Cleo finds um uh, a crystal that's like in the rock. That um, is it in the moon pool? Yeah, and it's it looks... in a rock for the moon pool. Have they haven't found the the torch yet? Have they? I think he already took the torch out at this point, didn't he? Yeah, because it's he? in the rock okay. from the torch. Before they knew, they, he knew there were mermaids. He had taken the torch out, but he, she finds okay. the she finds yeah. the crystal, and it looks just like Bella's crystal mm-hmm. from her necklace that mm-hmm. she found on the floor of the moon pool in Ireland, where she became a mermaid. Yeah, yeah. They don't start playing with it yet, but you know, they still they get the crystal. And God, this the next one is another. It's a get rich quick scheme, but it's by Sophie this time. Where Sophie tries to steal money from charity. Oh, is this the mer- the They're, dolphin rescue? The, yeah, the dolphin rescue. Oh They're my like God. trying to have this whole bands concert going on, and then they try to charge the bands to perform, and they try to charge dolphin rescue. It starts off. Sophie. Wa- no, it starts off that Bella wants to do something to help the dolphins and help the dolphin rescue. Yeah. So she's talking to Will about wanting to do something, and Sophie says, "Oh, I'm going to bring this idea to Zane before anybody else does." Yep, and start. Starts off with Zane and Ricky and says, I'm going to do this and we'll, I'll take charge. You guys just leave everything to me. And it starts off. I think she honestly started off doing it the right way, wanting the bands yeah. to come in and trying to make the connections. And little mm-hmm. by little, she realized it was going to be expensive. So to offset mm-hmm. the cost, she's charging the bands to perform, which, of course, the bands are like, wait, you know, it's one thing to ask us to perform no. for free for charity. It's something to ask us to pay you to perform. I understand they get yeah. the promotions, but yeah, you don't do that. And then asking the charity yeah. to cough up the money to pay for the event and then they can get the money back at the end yeah i don't think she necessarily thought she was going to pocket the money but she wanted to make sure that they did it without it costing the cafe a 
any money, which is not how fundraisers <laughs> at all. It's not. This is also the same episode where Cleo, Sam, and Kim are sharing the same bathroom, and it's oh, just it's this usual same antics of Kim being a bitch and everything gets blamed on Cleo and poor Sam. Sam. Sam understood what was happening and, like, knew what was happening. But then, like, let let their dad, you know, just go and punish Cleo. I was just like, don't do that. See, here's what I don't understand about this episode. There's one thing that makes no sense to me. The downstairs bathroom is being renovated. That's why Sam has to share the girls' bath. What is Dawn using for a bathroom? The ocean. <laughs> I mean, he's got a shower. He's got to do his business. He's. I mean, the other thing is, if they have to share a bathroom, why the hell can't they brush their teeth in the kitchen yep that would save a lot of problems if they just brushed their teeth in the kitchen while someone was using the bathroom to take a shower or go to the bathroom it's one less thing you need to share the bathroom just saying the other thing is that like later in the season cleo walks out of the bathroom and there's a door from the bathroom directly into her bedroom so i don't know why they were standing in the hallway most of the time there's a door directly from her bedroom into the bathroom it's very inconsistent yeah (laughs) it's very inconsistent. this show is not consistent it's fine you know why why do they what does she have issues with the door not being locked half the time when she's in the bathroom you know it's yeah why doesn't she lock the door to the bathroom if she knows if she gets wet she's going to turn into a mermaid and she's in a room full of water you should just always have all the doors locked all the time just in case always especially with kim as mm-hmm. your sister because kim's a psycho and a bitch. it's it's so bad i love how you put fucking kim <laughs> on one of your notes yeah fucking kim is right yeah i've definitely forgotten to like actually look at my notes because i just keep looking at the episode list <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, the next episode is where Ricky gains her connection to the tentacle because she's just, she's fucking fed up. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go down there and it's going to, it's going to take me and I don't care. Mm -hmm. See what happens. Yeah. And Will tries to save her and... She doesn't tell the girls exactly what happened with the tentacle, and she's like, yeah, no, we'll save me. It's all good. I don't want to tell them that I made a connection with the water tentacle or anything. Which is the dumbest thing ever, because they've been yeah. so cl- like they've been so good at communicating each o- to each other for the whole time, and then they do this, and I go, what the heck? Nope. Communication. Out the window. We don't need it. Oh, the next episode is where we meet Ryan. <laughs> the- <sighs> God. Ryan. So he's, what is it? A geophysicist is what it says here. Um, He likes rocks. He works for Sam. And he keeps trying to hit on Cleo um, using rocks and science. <laughs> no, he throws rocks at Cleo. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> He's like, hey, let's let's talk about rocks together. This is flirting, right? Not really. But uh, she's she's trying to figure out what's going on with um the moon pool rocks and all that, and he's helping her do sciency things to figure out what it is and why it's being all magnetic all of a sudden. It's fine. And and yeah, the whole communication thing from last episode. Blah blah blah. They find out that Ricky was lying. Oh no. Yeah. And Kim's still being a bitch. Always. Oh, Kim's always being a bitch. Just just assume that it, if it's an episode, that Kim is probably in the background being a bitch. Yeah. That's how it happens. Just thought we'd remind people that, you know, I, I love how she's jealous that like a like a 26-year-old she finds relatively attractive is more interested in the, you know, 17, 18-year-old than the, the 14, 15-year-old. Yeah. Like later on, she tries to answer the call as Cleo. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, no, I'm Cleo. I'm Cleo. She so wants to be so grown dumb. up. She so wants to have boyfriends. She's such a bitch. 
And yet yeah. she's had boyfriends as well. It, yeah, it's very confusing. I don't understand. Yeah. the This whole um, plot about the rocks and Ryan continues next episode. Kim lets it slip about Mako Island to him and he starts looking at the rocks. And he gets in trouble. This is the best thing ever. This is yeah. why you don't date the child of your boss. Um, Because then, you know... All, everything you do will be reported back to the boss. I mean, they're technically not dating, because she's still she dating um, Lewis, but he's, you know. He's trying. He's a creep. Well, he's a creep, because once he realizes <laughs> he's she's like got him. the magnetic rock, he's all about the magnetic rock, too. So it's half mm-hmm. about her and half about the fact that he wants to know more about this rock, and tell me where you found it, and tell me where it's doing, and... You know, and of course that makes too close for comfort for her. Way too close for I was just like, what is the episode about other than that? Honestly, it's mostly just about Ryan searching over Mako. And and Ricky is like, I don't think that the tentacle is bad. I think it's maybe good. And they don't believe her. (laughs) And then the next one is where uh, Will finally quits the whole freediving thing after... Um, a competition. Yeah, this is this is when yeah. they do the that one competition, and, the, and he's just like, "I did it, I did it for you." But now I'm done. The reason why he quits though is because he sees his sister. And they all see his sister kiss Zane. I don't think it was just that. I think he also. No. Just, I think he was yeah, done anyway. Right. He was already done, but he still. I mean, but he that was, was especially like okay. That was we have to remember that was the yeah, explosion that ha- just finalized it all. We have to remember that Bella pulls him aside for a pep talk at the start and goes you know make sure you're competing for the right reasons and he goes you know oh mm-hmm. yeah i'm competing you know and competing i forget what he says is competing for and then and, you know something to do with his sister anyway um and then he sees his sister kiss saying and it's like well okay this is over yeah. i mean he, you want to do what you love and he loves the diving but he doesn't love the competing he was competing because his sister mm-hmm. had been encouraging him to do this and she gave up so much to that supposedly so that he could do this so yeah and then she just yeah. like she she, you know, she kisses Zane, which is like so upsetting to him because that's hurting his friend's relationship because mm-hmm. he does have a connection with Ricky. And he cares about Ricky. And he has a connection with Ricky. It's not a romantic connection, as is hinted at at some points here and there. And, yeah. But it's I just think a connection. They're bros. They're bros. I think they're more like brother and sister than him and Sophie are. That's what I think. It seems so, more like a brother-sister situation, you know? But mm-hmm. Sophie's but a terrible the sister. Most, the most important thing about this episode is that they see they get that, the baseball caps, the Ricky's baseball oh. caps. Oh, and yes, Charlie wants <laughs> a Ricky's baseball caps. I love those hats. So you should cosplay Listen. as one of them, and we'll get you the hat. We'll make the hat. You know, I don't want to. I just want the hat. That's all I want. Nope. I'll make you the hat if you cosplay as one of the mermaids. I did hate that they had to gender the hats for some reason because Sophie's was pink and um, Will's and Zane's were blue. Oh, I didn't that- e- like. I noticed that they were different colors, but I thought that was just like they just had a couple of different sets. Didn't even notice they were gendered. I noticed that. I was just like, why are theirs blue and hers is pink? They should have all also, been red. Also, she has red hair. She shouldn't be wearing pink. They should have all been red because Ricky's all about wearing red. Or at least not this season, but in previous seasons. Yeah, we had a whole color theory in like season one of like Ricky wears like red and black and uh, Emma was wearing blue and white and then Cleo who's like kind of in the middle of them wears pink and purple. Yeah. It was yeah. there was a whole color theory going on and season now it's one all especially. blown out of the water this season. Whatever. Yeah. Not important There's, anymore. Yeah. Although Ricky when she was in her emo I'm alone phase was wearing a lot of black. Well of course. You know. Um. Yeah. But yeah I 
those, those cats just, whoa, they gave me memories. So now Zane and Ricky have broken up and, oh, did I forget that? When did, um, okay, at some point Sophie got fired. I've forgotten when that happened. With the mermaid, with the, with the dolphin rescue thing. They fired her after the dolphin rescue okay, thing. Okay, that's when she got fired. Yeah. And so she gets rehired as manager because Ricky is leaving the cafe and she makes all these sort of changes, tries to change the name of the cafe. Oh yeah, like taking down up. the sign after he said not to. Like, dude, <clears throat> it's so dumb. At the same time, and Bella becomes allergic to Will. The, the new flowers that they have to have in the cafe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or not the, not the flowers, but they think it's the flowers. It's actually cologne. Will's cologne. Which is great because the allergy makes her turn everything into jelly. That's Which great. It's a great party trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And... Kim, Kim gets hired and yeah. gets to be an absolute bitch. She gets to be mini Sophie for a day. Yep. That was a fucking episode. Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, I also noticed something else, but you haven't seen Mako Mermaids. Um, there was one of the actresses who's in Mako Mermaids was actually in there and was hired to be a waitress in that episode. Or yeah. I think, I- no, she wasn't hired. Kim replaced her. That's she, Yeah, she got yeah. fired. But yeah. But you keep thinking it might be the same actual character, and it really can't be. I think it'd be funny if it was. I think yeah. it could work. I think it's yeah. Stretch. The other interesting thing is that I keep thinking I see like Lewis in the cafe. There's this one guy with blonde hair that kind of looked like Lewis, and I'm like, is that Lewis? Is it not? And it wasn't, but nah, he was probably off filming something else. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the next episode is where they finally start playing with the crystals, because uh, they Welcome find back. out when they put the crystals together, it causes a blackout of the house, and it happens at the most perfect time, because Don is watching uh, oh. the the game, the sports ball, and right when they're about to shoot the, the wooden goal, that's when the power goes out. <laughs> so he loses his mind it's- for a minute or two. It's it's so well-timed. I love it. Yeah. The fact that he's watching soccer. So, like, soccer is not something that we watch uh, very often. I was surprised he wasn't watching, like, the NRL or the AFL. Um, and he's watching soccer, which is just really weird. I was going to ask. So, I was like, why? Okay, sure. But it's good yeah, to it, know that it's just not. Nah. It's not. It's, I don't know. Maybe they just need some generic sports ball. They, they needed sports ball, you know? And at the by the end of the episode, they get three crystals, and now all of the girls have swapped out because um, they stole the the necklaces from the last two seasons, and now all three of them have the crystals. Mm. So, new friendship all solidified. So, what's the next? Oh, yep, the next episode. Uh, Cleo's stressed out about the exams. Is this? Is this? Yeah, this is the the final exam episode where yeah. everything just goes to shit because the full moon has to be like during. The exam, I guess. Yeah, very that's weird. how you make. That's how you make that happen. Well, mother, didn't you? Didn't you have like something weird about like how they do the exams that you thought? You, didn't you have a question about that or something? About how they did the exam? Yeah, was it? Was it that they had like to put their student number? Yeah, student number. That- yeah, that's that's just different from here. We don't do that. We just put your name on paper. I think. I think to be very honest, I think it's a uh, uh, 
a very much a standardized test thing. You put a, like mm. a student number because that way they can just look you up in the system and all your details are there instead of having to like put your name and making sure it's the right person from the right school. Okay. Oh, so there's a so standardized test. It's not like a that. specific test for the class. Well, yeah, we thought it was their final exam. Yeah, so this is where it gets really confusing because the Gold Coast is right on the border between two states. It's two very different school systems. And so if they're living in a couple K south school is, you know, in New South Wales, then it would be a standardized test. If it wasn't and they're up in Queensland here, then it's not a standardized test and I'm a little confused as to why they put the student numbers in, but then even then teachers are lazy and they want, you know, student numbers so they can just pop it in. Yeah, so the tentacle tries attacking them while they're taking the test, like the last five minutes of the test. And I just, I'm so confused on why, like, it's coming out of a fucking, like, water bubbler, and I don't know how that's supposed to work Again, it's supposed to be ocean water, and water from Mako Island, and obviously this isn't water from Mako Island. It's it's water the on the mainland. The sprinklers start going off. So water, every yeah. bit of water is just going after them. It's it's kind of weird. Is all water but connected nice with a hive mind? I don't know. Is there a hive mind to water on this on this Maybe. alternate universe that Maybe. is Mako Mermaid? <laughs> or is it that like the water is getting more desperate? But, Possibly. I mean, yeah, but how does it connect the ocean water to the bottled water? I mean, I, I just... No, it's a hive mind. Yeah, it's so. definitely a hive mind. But the teacher doesn't notice that they're like desperately trying to avoid getting touched by the water, which I think is interesting. And if we're doing the whole thing, well, of course, everybody Cleo's else still like trying to take the, the sprinklers. Test. Yeah, but the test gets compromised. They end up having to take it another day. And on this day is when they see the the movie about the apocalypse. But they don't see the whole movie. Which they're like, yeah. Well, they think that it's just, this is how the moon pool formed. It was like an asteroid that hit Earth and that's how the moon pool was formed. Yes. No, guys, that's the apocalypse. That's the future. It's it, going it, to happen. It could be both. We don't know. We just know that it seems very weird that the it moon pool both. would be active like for the last few months and attacking them constantly just to say, hey, I really wanted to show you how I was formed. No, it's trying to warn you something's yeah. going to happen. That's why it's been attacking you. It's been trying to get your attention. Listen. And none of them are super smart. Nope. It's fine. Well, except for Cleo apparently is now smart. Yep. And she gets high marks. Only when she wears glasses. <laughs> oh, she wore good glasses and that made her smart. Come on. Isn't that a trope? If you're smart, you wear glasses. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Guess it means we're smart. Yeah, the next... <laughs> we are. That's true. Must be. Wearing glasses. Sam. Sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I, I zoned out for a hot second and then I was just like catching up on what I missed. <laughs> they didn't even hear that we said that only smart people wear glasses. Yeah, look, that's true. <laughs> um, I do love the next episode where we have like this beach party for the tiny ass like senior cohort of one school. Um, yeah, there's like it, what, 20, 30 kids there? I thought yeah. tiny school. I mean, that's a really tiny school to have like that yeah. few many kids in the senior class. I went to a small town school and we still had almost 200 kids in our senior class. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I it's know. interesting because the Gold Coast has some of the biggest schools in the state as well. So, you know, there's a weird something's going on there. Could they have been going to like some kind of private school? Is that why it's such a small school and they don't wear uniforms? Maybe it's Well, then kind of- why aren't they wearing uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, in the other series, sure. it seems like she's almost at a Chargers-type school, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. The Gold Coast is a weird place. <laughs> 
Well, we'll have to try to visit sometime. I love yes. that idea. I'd love to go to Australia. Maybe when it's, it's not COVID time. We could hang out yeah, on the beach someday. all day because apparently that's what you do in Australia and go to get juices at the juice bars on the beach. <laughs> Find Mako Island. Oh, wait. It doesn't really exist. Spoiler. There is no Mako Island. Yeah, she island. did a lot of research <laughs> trying to figure out, hey, is this like a based on a real island or is this a real place at all? It's not. Not even close. No, it's not. Totally made up. Completely. They didn't even use a real island for the shots. It was all fake. Yeah. Well, the moon was way too big as well. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. Well, it's fine. It's magic. Doesn't matter. Yeah. This episode is just a lot of relationship drama, honestly. Aren't they all? Because Bella Bella goes with Nate because she thinks that Will wants to go with Ricky and... By the end of it, Bella and Will end up together, and Zane thinks that things are happening with Will and Ricky, and... Ah, so basically, it's... there's just a lack of communication all the way around. Yeah. And Cleo's just vibing. Cleo's like, yeah, I'm Cleo's just like, done. I've already got a boyfriend. There's no drama here with my boyfriend, because he's on the other side of the world, so... Everything's fine. That's like, that's the funniest thing. The fact that there's like no drama with her and her long distance boyfriend. They're just like, yeah, no, we're chill. The one time there isn't drama with a long distance boyfriend. Because in reality, that would not be the case. <clears throat> Probably not. But Bella goes with Nate. Yeah. Why would Bella go with Nate? Couldn't she have gone with like nobody or? Should have gone with Cleo. That's right. That would have been a better ship. Yeah, why didn't they go as friends? Because this is the, this is the mm-hmm. replacement for their formal. So, um, you know, why don't they just all go together as friends? You know, it's a good question. It's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I love the next episode. <laughs> this is when Kim really wants to go on a holiday. And Don's like, oh, we don't have enough money right now. I don't know if we could swing it. And then he gets another job at the Marine Park. And he becomes Pirate Captain Don. And he's good at it. He's really good at it, unfortunately. Very good. He's so good, and I love it. I'm just trying to figure out how quiet but... that marine park is in the first place. That one attraction's enough to take away all of the attention from all the other attractions. So, the marine yeah. park she works at is SeaWorld. Yeah. Um, yes. So, like, um, that, that um, and, like, I don't know, it all fits the very same vibe and stuff, but, you know, it might might have just been because it's during school term as well. Like, not mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. go to theme parks, you know, just randomly. Um, it's got to be, you know, we when, when we were supposed to go to SeaWorld yesterday. We didn't actually go. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's a pretty big thing, you know. It's an hour and a half drive drive down there and then you know you spend the whole day and you try to do as much as possible you come back up so exhausted you don't know what to do with your life <laughs> yeah well that's for people who don't know how to do vacations we know how to do vacations so we do that for like six yeah, days are... straight <laughs> yeah you guys are vacation experts yep. yeah can't wait uh yeah i just it's it's sad what happens to cleo because all the people go to his stuff and no oh, one goes her, to see the dolphin show. show goes can- gets cancelled. Which makes no sense. It's a marine park. No one wants to go see the dolphins? I, I don't get it. Yeah, neither do I. I think that um, I was a little bit exaggerated. Let's be very honest. Yeah. But I do like the solution that they, they combine the two and now there's a whole rebrand of the dolphin show and now she gets to be a pirate. Oh, I love pirates. That's so that's so an awesome good. idea. I wish but... they'd done that the whole time. <laughs> she looks so good good as a pirate as well it was just it was awesome 
Um, and then Bella and Will trying to find things in common as well. Just yeah, they have nothing in common other than the fact that they're both blonde. They're both somewhat stupid, and they swim. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's and then they end up solving it by swimming. Yeah. Yeah. The swimming is what they have in They're common. just like, you know what? We need to just vibe. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole relationship. They vibe. What? Sexual attraction does not mean he... they have anything else in common. It doesn't need to. Was this when he tried to get too involved in um, the music? Her, yeah. her music stuff? Yeah. Yep. Too close for comfort. Yep. He should have kept his mouth shut. That's it. That's my only comment. <laughs> if you don't know shit about music, you shouldn't say shit about music. That's all. Yep. As a musician, I agree. <laughs> well, I will just shut my mouth. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but up comes the next I episode. Went to go, I almost went to go where on the semi-final here. Well, I mean, we are. Basically, this is this is where everything's coming to a head. Uh, they end up uh, sim- simulating the full moon to try to finish that message because they're like, yeah, I think it was cut off. I think I gotta, I gotta see the rest of that little movie. Well, they see things are going on that are really strange in the area, right? They're noticing the fish are leaving Mm -hmm. the area, the birds are leaving the area, everything seems to be leaving the area, and it's getting really hot. Global warming. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Global warming. We're feeling it right now. And then at the same time, Ryan and Sophie meet, and they're trying to figure out, oh, those crystals that the girls wear, where do they get them? They get them from Mako Island. Let's go check it out. Let's get rich quick. It's all about the get rich quick scheme. Of course. All about them. Yeah, I feel like as Sophie studied business, um, you know, she's always going to be looking for the next get rich quick script. Get rich quick screen. It's so hard to say that. Yeah. Her and Zane kind of are perfect for each other in that sense because they're both trying to do that constantly. I almost wanted them to get together. I just like I thought that they would have worked really well. I I liked Zane in the first two seasons. He was much better. Like we got to know him. He was an asshole, and then him and Ricky, they were great. And then this season, he's just evolved into he's like just his gone father. Bad again. The first the end of the first season, he kind of gets redeemed. He gets a bit of a redemption. Yeah, he's good. By the end of the second season, we're kind of liking him. And then yeah, then he turns into like the super asshole. Like five episodes into the season, it's just like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, just bad. So yeah, he's better off with Adam. Ricky's comments about how he just never helps was kind of relevant as well. I think she was getting sick and tired of doing all this work and, you know, getting things done and cleaning up after his messes and him not even trying to learn from his mistakes. Yeah, well, and then worse, in the last episode, he gets involved with the Get Rich Quick scheme. And tries to help him destroy Mako Island. (laughs) Yeah, they they basically, not fully destroy the moon pool, but like, very close to it. They make it so that it can't form the tentacle anymore. And... The girls realize that shit. Um, the tentacle was probably supposed to help keep the comet away from like destroying everything. So now we have to do it all by ourselves. They form the tentacle. We don't have any help. Yeah, they kind of do. They form the tentacle with all their magic they use. I just think it's hysterical you know, at the end of the show. At the end of the show, you know, after the girls save the world by dis- yeah. dissent. And what is what does stupid Kim say? That it was all boring. Nothing good ever. Nothing, yeah, nothing ever, ever happens. happens here. It's like, what the fuck? You almost died. You could see this asteroid was coming to the planet and all of a sudden it shifts away nothing nothing interesting ever happens here i'm like nothing interesting happens here she wanted to die she wanted to see the world burn we wanted her, wanted to, die. her to die <laughs> you know what plot twist kim was actually the reason the comet was coming it she asked it to come destroy the planet because oh. she hates it <laughs> either that it was just coming to destroy her 
because they hate to watch the show. Maybe. So the first two I seasons. I feel like these, yeah. Oh, these two did re- run back to back. I was about to say, these two really should run back to back because they really just ran into each other. Yeah, they, they feel like, uh, like the final episode, like hour long yeah. conclusion. Yep. And so they save the world and then they have to graduate from school and Cleo is a nerd and she did well in science. Of course. Just science, though. We didn't hear anything about any other subjects, just science. Also, so I, I don't know about y'all, but we go like alphabetical order for like graduation. When we graduation, they did not. I don't know whether that was because they were just giving out like awards. No, because they were just giving out everyone's graduation. So yeah, it's in alphabetical order normally. I don't know what was happening there. They're doing it so that all three of the girls could go back to back, I'm guessing. So not no, every school is alphabetical order, though, because when I graduated, we were not alphabetical mm-hmm. order. They lined us up by height. So when they called us up there, okay, they called us up there, dumb. by the way. We're, yes, it is dumb because it, that is absolutely so dumb. in a sexist 1980s society, they not only lined us up by height, but they made the assumption that all of the girls would wear heels. So I was in line no. and I was the shortest one in my whole section of the line because at 5'6", without heels, heels, I was surrounded by people who were standing 5'8". The girls yep. were all like 5'7", wow. 5'8", taller than me because I don't wear heels. I never really did. So I'm yeah. wearing my so cute little flats you. and they're all... So it's like all these tall people getting taller and taller and taller and then they're scary. Because yeah. <laughs> that year I they, couldn't they, have, even if I wanted to because I had fallen earlier that year and um, damaged my ankle so badly I was most of the year wearing a metal boot on my ankle to keep it stable. So, I mean, hmm. by the time it finally came off, it was like, I don't know, like Fe- January, February, I was not going to be putting heels on that year. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. The, the, the way that my school did our graduations was we did it at the local entertainment center, which in COVID times has now become the vaccination hub that I went to on Saturday. Um <laughs> And I, was, I almost took a photo of it. I didn't feel comfortable taking a photo of it. I almost took a photo of it, sent it to my brothers and go, did you remember this? Um, but uh, we, so we had sports houses. Um, and so you'd be, our homerooms were organized by sports houses. So you went in homeroom by homeroom alphabetically. So yeah. I was relatively early in the graduations. I was like the second home group um, at the very end of that home group because I was at the end of the alphabet, apparently. Um, but then, like, once once we, like, grabbed our stuff, taken a photo with our home group, ducked off stage, I had to, like, run back into the orchestra pit for, um, like, the proper end of graduation, like, celebration stuff. So that was fun. Yeah, they, they typically, I remember my high school, I think they organized the, the homerooms, like, by last name or something Alphabetical, like that. Alphabetical, yeah. So, like, so, w- like, when it came time for that, you would just, you'd be in your homeroom waiting for graduation, and they had us all walk out in a certain formation, and we were all in the right order, so. So that would make sense. Our homerooms were alphabetical, by the way. They just lined us up by height for some stupid reason. I guess they thought it would look better in pictures. Your school is apparently just really dumb. Yep. Well, it's a backwards school in the middle of nowhere, Maine, so there you go. Yeah. Was it, was it your high Lewis school? Back. Yeah. <laughs> no, whether well, was it your high school they told you that you couldn't be a cheerleader because you weren't popular enough it was a, it was a school? cheering coach at my high school because i wasn't popular enough i should give up cheer yes i was the no. only one who could do anything other than cheer like i was the loudest cheerleader i was the only one who could do splits and tumbling nobody else in our group could do any tumbling any splits 
So no cartwheels, no acrobats of any kind, no splits besides me. They were all just dancers, weren't they? No, we didn't dance. We So I... they had a dance team that did in high school. Mm-hmm. This was like freshman year. So it was before the dance team thing started. Um, This was actually physically jumping up and down and cheering and stuff. But when we do mm-hmm. the... You know, you do the performance at the end, you do some tumbling usually, someone does a split. It was awesome because even though I was the fat girl in the group, I could do a split so I didn't have to be the bottom of the pyramid. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't popular enough, so I shouldn't be a cheerleader because, you know, I should do something else. So so oh, I tried basketball, terrible. which I'm not coordinated enough for, and realized that I was really good at spinning flags and hitting people with them if necessary. So I went into color guard <laughs> and hung out with all the band Your high geeks. school was dumb. That, that's why I had, to, I had to say that. Your high school was just dumb. It is dumb. It was dumb. Absolutely. But I did love color guard. So there you go. Yeah, color guard seems cool. Anyway, back to H2O. We get Lewis back. Yes. And he looks real nice. Hot. <laughs> he looks hot. hot. <laughs> I, Cleo and him can't stop fucking making out. I'm like, get your faces off yeah. each other and like no. have a conversation. Well, you know what? Let me no, be clear. It's the last it's episode. The most she just kisses. got him back. The way they kiss is sad. It's like kissing your brother kisses. I'm sorry. These are like high school graduates. They're not children anymore. I want to see some actual kisses like there's passion It's a stage kiss. It's... They're not going to use tongue. No, but they didn't. It just looked like they were like, you could have been kissing your grandma with that mouth. I mean, the way they kissed. It was just... <laughs> What even like uh, Bella and Will? Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to teach these kids how to but, kiss on camera. I'm just saying to make it more interesting. But everybody's paired off except for Zayn and Ricky, who are just like, eh, I guess we'll maybe be friends. I guess, but like Zayn kind of fucked up. Well, Zayn's still trying, yeah. and Ricky's like, yeah, no, don't call me. I won't call you. He was <laughs> he was making eyes at her like the entire like dur- during the the final the song because they got to play the the theme song and Bella has to do it in a performance. And Zane was like looking at her, like, I'm still in love with you, Ricky. I'm so sorry. And she's just like, I don't care. I'm looking at Bella. Well, I love that last scene because everybody else is like arm in arm, and they're not arm in arm, but he's standing behind her, acting like he's her boyfriend yeah. still. And she's like totally having nothing to do with him, which must yeah, have been kind of creepy. It must have been fun to shoot all this because yeah. they were actually all rooming together, a bunch of them, during this time, like in reality. Mm-hmm. They were roommates. Mm. Um, just kind of cool and interesting. Oh my God, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Oh. I don't know if you know like, this, but that's the- an internet meme, mother. Oh, I don't know if I want to know that. Weirdly enough, like almost half the series is written by Colin Buds as well. Who's Who that? is uh, this person? Who's Colin Buds? And then Jeffrey Walker. I don't know. I'm just looking at who's writing. The it. first, like, yeah, one of them yeah. wrote the first half. The other wrote the second half. Is that Whereas how they did it bit- for the other ones? Oh, it seems it is, like that's yeah. how they did it for the other ones. Uh, okay. I I must have been looking at a different episode list where it was like a little bit more spread around. Oh, that's what they're directed by, not who the, who wrote them. Oh, the writers. Yeah, no, no that's yeah. okay. I was looking. Oh my god! Yeah. So I was yeah, listening I was to only what you were two saying, directors, and I had Instagram. I mean, I had IMD, IMDb. Sorry, up with a list of episodes, and I click all over, and they show like a link to Angus McLaren. I just clicked over it. Holy shit! Did he grow up? And then oh yeah, yeah, wow. And then they show him um, walking yeah. with his nakedness. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he had a backpack yeah, and a hat on. <laughs> yeah. And a loincloth. Oh. Um. <laughs> and that's H2O. <laughs> we always have to digress a lot. No, it's that's... fine. Editing exists. 
It's kind of cool to see um, these kids grow up on camera, though. I mean, except for Burgess Abernathy, who just got balder and balder and balder on camera. Yeah. Him and his comb over. <laughs> yeah. We did kind of do the, the gone wrong section at the beginning <laughs> by accident. <laughs> but um, if if y'all have any other, other thoughts on, like, things that went wrong in this season, at least, uh, share them now. This season it was very separate to the rest of them. There was no real linking yeah. factor. Um, and it was a wild ride. Like, the, the start of the season was very different to the end of the season. Um, and it would have been nice. I know that they weren't planning on making more. And they, they just ended up keeping on making more. But finding a way to link them all nicely. Like, mm-hmm. I know we see yeah. Ricky in Mako Mermaids at some stage. But, like... Um, That's, like, the last two episodes. Yeah. So, like, it would have been nice to, like, have them, I don't know, a little bit more linking. Because... I don't know, this felt like very, very different, like, plot lines. And there was a lot of filler as well. Like, I understand it's a TV show in the, like, 2000s where, you know, commercial TV, not everyone was watching TV at the same time. Well, to say something about the filler, like, that's what the first two seasons were. It's all just, like, the crazy scenarios they would get into. And then this season, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have plot. But, like, they still had, like, they still put in the same types of episodes every so often of, like, the crazy Mm. antics. But it's like, well, you guys tried to give them a plot in this weird show about crazy antics. Well, I think think the second season had some plot to it. It was just slow moving to get to the point of the plot. It it got, it was like the end of it where it's like, oh, we're finally going to get like a little bit of plot here. I mean, they had some subplots, you know, they had some subplots where they, they, you know, caused a lot of strife for the characters and things like that with the crazy uh, person that we all hated. Um, Yeah. Because we all really hated Charlotte. Charlotte was just terrible. They always have to have someone we hate. This show has a thing against redheads. They're always the bad guys. They hate Redheads, Charlotte, and Sophie. It, they they think that redheads are evil. That's what the show thinks. Redheads are always the bad guys. Sorry. Yeah. Well, redheads cry in the corner. often have more fiery tempers. I don't know. All my red redhead siblings have more fiery tempers than um. And then are you saying that I have siblings. a fiery temper, Sam? Do you want? Do we want to test it? Yes. Do you Do you want to test that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, I. I don't know. This one, it was a nice, like, bow. It kind of wrapped it up nicely. Um, I think we didn't need it. Like, it wasn't necessary. Um, But um, I enjoyed it. It kind of gave a bit more lore to the mermaids and explained a bit more. Yeah. I did did like the fact that there was more lore and stuff. Um, I like the fact that we find out that there are mermaids elsewhere in the world. It hints that there are mermaids elsewhere in the world. Bella turned in, like, Ireland. Exactly. And then that's yeah. where the, the previous time the comet had come was Ireland. So we know that there was previous mermaids. There's mermaids now in other parts of the world. We just, you know, it's weird that it's these three. Is there only supposed to be three? Oh, we know later on there isn't, obviously. But for this series, it seems like there's only supposed to be three. Because when there's the fourth one, everything goes awry. But I still say it would have been cool if Will had gone into the moon pool when it was reacting and become a merman for a couple of episodes. That would have been interesting to see how that played out. Yeah, and that probably would have linked it because then we could talk about like the giving up of the powers as well. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he, pr- yeah. he probably would have become a mermaid and then gone, actually, I really don't want to do this. Yeah, I could see that. I just really, I wrote something in my notes and I totally forgot to say it because I didn't look at my notes very much. But I had a comment about how free diving is... Seems like it's the worst spectator sport. It's like the, the second task of Goblet of Fire. It's They're all just like staring at... 
They're waiting to see if he drowns or comes back. That's it. Which, like, there's got to be more safety than that. Please, come on. I mean, you must have underwater cameras or something so people can see what's going under there. Or people could cheat. There's got to be something. Like, the way they did free diving seems so weird in the show. I don't know. But I don't know anything about it, so. I just think it would be scary to be, like, diving all those meters down in the murky, dark water that he was diving. It just seems like, I don't think I'd want to do that. (laughs) <laughs> the amount of times they dove into some of the most disgusting water I've ever seen. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Because every time they did the regular so, swimming, they were swimming in beautiful reefs and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they would be diving down in this dark, murky blackness. Yeah. yeah and like fine. when they did the when they did the diving competition, it looked like they were basically in a marina. And that is some of the dirtiest water as well. Oh, yeah. It definitely yeah. looked like it was a marina or like a bay area. Yeah. Because there was land and boats and things. I don't know. It does seem like a terrible spectator sport. All you see is like a ball come up and someone come out of the water. But you sit for like 10, 15 yeah. minutes waiting for someone to go in and come out. I'm trying to make sure that they survive. That's it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I would have well, liked yeah. to have seen these actors in more uh, other things as well. It's kind of sad that we don't see them. Like, obviously, we see um, uh, Angus McLaren in Pact of the Rafters, which I don't know whether you guys know, but it's a very famous Australian drama. Nope. Um, well, we know and co- um, Phoebe Tonkins Cleo is here. And Emma yeah. from. Um, like, they They're go into the Vampire, Vampire Diaries. Diaries. And then the original. Yeah, and a couple of them a couple of them go into Home and Away as well. Home and Away is something you guys should cover. Oh, that that is wild. That's the soap opera that like all the Australian actors are in, right? Yes. And it hasn't finished ever. Soap operas don't We were talking finish. about like soap operas the other day and we're like, I don't know how we would ever cover one if we if we could. Well, Charlie's like, I don't, I couldn't watch a soap opera because I'm a completist. The thing is with soap operas, if you can catch it when there is a beginning, that's great. I don't know what soap operas are like there, but here they're five days a week, every week. Once in a great while, they'll take a couple days off for a holiday, but it's usually five days a week, every week. So it could last forever. <laughs> These are, this Home and Away has been running for 34 seasons. How many episodes um, a season? Uh, it'll vary. Uh, let me check. Um, 7,649 episodes. So, time to do some quick maths. So, yeah. Oh, no. Not that too dissimilar to around here. So, Charlie was bizarre. So, it's it's about 200 episodes. <laughs> yeah. So, Charlie was, like, freaked yeah, out because I no. was watching General Hospital, which is a popular soap opera here. And I started yeah. watching it when I was 10. And when I was 10, it was already 20 years in. So, this... This movie has literally been around for like, I don't know, 60 years, maybe. I don't know. It's It's been around forever, literally yeah. forever, because it was on when I was a kid and before that. And it's on now. Um, and I couldn't watch a soap Charlie's opera. Charlie's like, I can't sorry, do it because I, I have to be completed. I'm like, no, with a soap opera, you start watching it. And like after about two weeks of watching it, you know everything that's going on. And if something happened in the past, it'll either be redone again later or they'll talk about it. So you'll find out about it because... You know, unless you're a hundred years old, people never die on sober. Unless they're ancient, yeah. they never die. They either come back as someone else or they just come back. They never die. The, the, the thing with Home and Away is Australian actors cycle through a whole bunch. So the characters change all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What I love is that they, you can, they of... have a character come on. It's really popular for a couple of years. They let the co- character go because they kill it off or they leave. And then someone else comes in five years later to play that character. And you're like, wait a minute, didn't they die? I watched one soap opera where someone was actually decapitated. <laughs> and yet he came back. It's fine. <laughs> How does a decapitated person come back from the dead? I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. But they do this. Soap operas. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sam, do you want to plug your things so we can wrap up here a little? Well, yeah. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at sam.the.journalist. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at samobjournalist. I host a podcast on the Movie Night Crew Network called Content and Capable. Um, it's a really, really fun time. Uh, the episode coming out this week as of recording is all about filmmaking. Um, I had some filmmaking friends of mine and we sat down uh, and chatted about uh, the things, the skills that you learn while filmmaking um that kind of transfer into your adulting life um and yeah go follow the socials as well um they're all linked uh on the podcast uh and you can probably find it i follow them all as well um but yeah go and check that out um thank you so much charlie and carrie for um having me on thanks for coming on we're happy to have you on so you guys can find um fandoms gone wrong we're at fandoms gone wrong pod on instagram and facebook we're at fandom gone wrong on twitter um uh, we have an email. You can email us at fandomsgonewrongpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me specifically. I'm at greenpixie12. Most places on the internet. On the, on the internet um, except for Twitter, where I'm at greenpixie123. Uh, I sometimes post on YouTube. That's at Charlie Mac, M-A-C-K. Mother, what's your one thing? <laughs> the, your one social. My one social that I plug is my business, Travel Planning by Carrie on Instagram. That's it. I mean, there's a Facebook page yeah, associated, con- but yeah, that's it. Contact her if you want to um, plan a trip, especially if it's to a theme park. Theme parks, cruises, all-inclusives in the islands of the Caribbean, Mexico, all that fun stuff. Someday Europe. Who knows? Once we can get over there, because right now, yeah, it's not a good idea. Someday soon. Hi, my name is Sam, and I've recently become an adult. But let's be honest, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Like, can I still enjoy the kiddie rides at theme parks? And how do I look important and feel relaxed while traveling? Join me as I ask people how they are content with their life and feel capable as a functioning adult in society. Each Monday, myself and a guest will chat about a topic they feel passionate about and our adventures and struggles of being an adult in the real world. So, for a little sneak preview on what's happening on the next episode of Phantoms Gone Wrong, we're going to talk about, um, well, it's going to be October next, so we're going to be talking about Halloween movies, and I know my mother keeps making fun of me for my pick, but I chose, it's it's not a Halloween movie, but it's a movie that takes place during Halloween, and I love it, so I wanted to watch it for this. It's called Song of the Sea. It's a lovely little Irish film. It's a cartoon. I love it. I think we could have picked and a different time to do that, but that's okay. It's your pick. I, I picked Hocus Pocus. Excuse to watch it. So later in October, yeah, we'll be you. doing Hocus Pocus because, you know, it's been around forever. It's awesome. It's so fun. And there's lots of things we can talk about. There is lots of things. Uh, Yeah. So that's it from us for this week. We love you awesome nerds. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.